This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements to help power their copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com forward slash critical to find out more. Good morning. I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 22nd of December. In your squiz today, hanging around the airport, finishing up the Lerman defamation case, a $90 million Christmas prezi, and we're going on a break. This is your squiz today. Claire, I don't know if you know this, but Christmas is on Monday, (laughs) and that means a lot of festive flights are taking off around the country. And if flying squizzes find themselves questioning whether they'll get to their destinations on time, you have good reason to be concerned. New data shows that we're ending the year with fewer on-time flights recorded than this time in 2022. Alice, I had clocked that Christmas is on Monday, (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for reminding me. Um, I used to travel a lot for work and I don't think I've taken one flight this year, but my mates who do fly a lot tell me that it is a battle and that is backed up by this data that you mentioned, which is from the Bureau of Infrastructure and Transport Research Economics, which is quite a mouthful. It's compared the long-term average performance of flights. Pre-pandemic, 81.1% of domestic flights in Australia departed on time, but those figures are significantly lower in November uh, when 64.1% of flights were on time. And the consumer group Choice has also surveyed 9,000 Aussies on their airline experiences this year. It found that two out of five people had flights delayed or cancelled entirely in the 12 months leading up to October. And they're numbers that have disappointed the Federal Transport Minister, Catherine King. Yeah, so what she says is that it's no wonder so many Australians remain fed up with our major airlines. And the fact that she feels that way is bad for the underperforming airlines because because the Albanese government is currently reviewing the aviation sector and it's going to propose reforms next year. And what King says is that the goal is, and this is the quote, to better protect the interests of consumers. To do that, one idea is a mandatory compensation scheme for delayed or cancelled flights. But Our national carrier, Qantas, isn't on board with that. Last week, it called the idea effectively mandatory travel insurance for all passengers and said that it could lead to higher airfares. So to be continued in 2024. Bruce Lerman's defamation case has gone on for longer than expected, Claire. And yesterday, Justice Michael Lee, who's the judge overseeing the case, suggested that he's struggling with the credibility of the key witnesses. Yeah, he sure is. So he said that both Bruce Lerman and Brittany Higgins have real credit issues and various parts of their evidence, he said, simply can't be accepted. He also said that the project host Lisa Wilkinson's Logie speech was a 
affecting her credit because he said that he couldn't accept that it was cleared in advance by the lawyers, which is what Wilkinson has said. So they're almost at the end of this. And yesterday, Network 10 and Wilkinson's lawyers summed up their case. They said that Bruce Lerman was essentially a dishonest man and that he shouldn't receive damages if he does go on to win the case. Lerman's lawyers are due to sum up his case today and then it will be over to Justice Lee to make a ruling. Only two women have made the cut in the latest list of Australia's 50 highest paid CEOs. That was pulled together by the Australian Financial Review. But one of them took out top spot, Claire. So that's Macquarie Group's Shamara Wick-Ramanyaika. She has been the country's highest paid CEO for three years. She's been in that job for more than five years. And this year she took home $30 million, which is up 30% on last year. That's a pretty strong dollar figure, you'd have to say. Um, But it's worth noting that she was out-earned by another senior executive at Macquarie who took home $57.6 million last year. The only other female, though, on that CEO list is Meg O'Neill from Woodside. She came in at number 25 with a salary of $6.7 million. And Claire, another observation related to CEO pay was that it fell this year for the top 300 companies, and that's for the first time since 2019. But before you go feeling too sorry for them, (laughs) whoever is last on the list in the number 50 spot is still earning more than 50 times the average Aussie. So they're doing okay, I think. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website. Claire, giving a mate a shot at $90 million isn't the worst idea for a late Christmas prezi. Yeah, well, if you can't earn it, then you might as well win it. And <laughs> Oz Lotto, that jackpot is up to $90 million. It's going to be drawn on Boxing Day after no one claimed that top prize in a recent draw. It's the second biggest prize in the game's 30-year history and it's got about a third, they reckon, a third of Aussie adults tipped to buy a ticket. So what their spokesperson says is, and this is the quote, unboxing this life-changing jackpot just days before 2024 (laughs) arrives is sure to get Aussies dreaming big this week. I might be one of them, I reckon. (laughs) Well, Claire, not to rain on your parade, but before you get too carried away with all of that dreaming, the odds of winning are about one in 62 million. So all the best with that. (laughs) I really like my chances. Claire, Friday Lights has become Christmas Lights today. What's on your list? Look, if you're a podcast listener who also subscribes to the Squiz Today newsletter, you'll know that every Friday we tell you about three things that really tickled our fancy that week. And Alice, you and I usually talk about the recipe recommendation on the podcast. But today I reckon we pass on all three because it's a bit of a best of the year. So first up, 
I reckon watch Jury Duty. It's a really short TV series. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, It's the right mix of sweet and funny, so a really good one to get into. Um, Second, I'll be cleaning up a storm over the Christmas break. And long story short, Sard's superpower stain (laughs) remover is the answer to your tiled bathroom floors. I know you weren't expecting that one, but (laughs) thumbs up. Uh, And third, there's a recipe for a miso macadamia and white choc cookies. It's the 2023 winner for me and absolutely something I'll be making over the break, maybe even a couple of times. You're really covering all bases there, Claire. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) My recommendation for squizzes is an extra sweet treat for Christmas. Um, My favourite recipe ever is one from Jamie Oliver. It's his Bloomin' Easy Vanilla Cheesecake. I really love it. I love trotting it out at dinner parties. It always impresses. You can make it citrus flavoured or you can do a berry compote. Mm. So I'll pop the link to that one and all of your other recommendations in the episode notes today. So that's us almost done for 2023. But before we go, we should tell Squizzers what the plan is over the break. The Squiz today is having a couple of weeks off. We'll be back on Monday, the 8th of January. And in the meantime, we've got some excellent stuff coming your way. Yeah, absolutely. So Kate and I will kind of wrap up the year with the weekly wrap that's out tomorrow morning. It's on the News Club show, so dive into that there. We've got the great big squiz quiz. It will be in your ears here on Christmas Eve, so that's on Sunday. It's a really good one to do with family or friends. It's a bit of a laugh as we go over the news (laughs) of the year. And then next week we have our year in review episode, so there's three of them. They're on world news, Australian news, and the lighter stories too. So that takes us through to next week. And then over on News Club in the new year, you and Kate will kick off the year ahead episodes. Yeah. So we're kicking off with our chat with Sammy J. That's on the 4th of January. So the Thursday, just before we come back. Amazing. So long story short, there will be plenty for squizzes to enjoy over the break. And Claire, before we sign off, let's give Squiz the Day one final whirl before we call time on 2023. What have you got your eye on? Look, it's the summer solstice today and I reckon it will absolutely feel like the longest day of the year <laughs> as we drag ourselves <laughs> over the finish line. I've really got my eye, I reckon, on a glass of bubbles and a bit of Good a lie one. down. Um Look, I just wanted to say thank you so much to our fabulous squizzes for a really wonderful year. The news has been really tough mm. in parts, but there has been a lot of good things too, and we've really enjoyed bringing all of it to you. And Alice, thanks to you and to Alex for coming along this ride with me. I reckon podcasting with you guys is the favourite part of my day, so thanks for that. Claire, it's very hard to top that, so I'll just echo it. <laughs> thank you to Squizzes for listening this year, and to you too, Claire. I know. I can't speak for Alex, but I've really enjoyed it and I dare say he has too. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) That's it for us today and for this year. We will be back with you in 2024. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. 
Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.